And it's time from one king to another to bring in our guy, Howard Eskin, joins us every week at this time. King, how you doing, pal? Oh, I'm just, I'm just great. I just never had a bad day in my life. No, I haven't. Just listen to the, you know, the WIP flip flop, flip flop, flip flop. We're trying to bring a little positivity today, Howard. What do you want us to do? Keep coming on and everyone's talking about firing Sirianni. I'm trying to talk about the playoff game. Well, wait a minute. That that nitwit that's not there today said he's playing for his job on Monday night. No, he's not. I see. I I'm with you. So, go ahead, Howard. Like, so do you do you believe that that no matter what happens on Monday night, Nick will be back? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, just, I, and I've continued to say, and I've been consistent, the players are accountable. But, but, it, but people, and it's WIP and uh, callers, always tend to go to the coach. Uh, uh, one coach brought up to me, people are fans of the players, not of the coaches. And he's right. Uh, they are fans of the players and not of the coaches. And I continue to look at I'm looking at this roster and I love people that say oh they got they're loaded with talent tell me what players are is I'll say as good or better than they were last year and there's some that are as good I don't know that anybody's better isn't that an indictment of the coaching though aren't the coaches no. supposed to help these guys be be better that's their job to help the players get you know, better isn't it I'm tired of that they they work on it's their job, John. You're 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 brilliant. It's the uh, players' he, job to get better, and it's the coach's job to help the players get better. And Nick Sirianni talks about that. He says they want to get one percent better every day and, in that capacity. Nick, correct. Nick Sirianni is loaded with <clears throat> protecting the players, and that's what a coach in today's world has to do. <clears throat> every sport, you can't criticize the players because then they'll quit on you. <clears throat> and I've talked to. Many people down there, I've talked to coaches, they were all the things that people complain about. Well, if they coached them better in this, they'd be better. They do. They go over all those things. They have the best uh, offensive line coach in football, in Jeff Stoutland. And if he's not the best, he's one of the best. And yet, they, they weren't good on with the blitz. Uh, they made mistakes. So here you have the best coach, or one of the best coaches, for an offensive line, and they didn't do a good job. So are you going to blame the coach or the players who are not doing – they're coached. Both. They are coached <laughs> to uh, – now. well, yeah, because that's, yeah, it's easy both. way out for you guys. Well, you don't uh, blame the coaches the at truth. all, Howard? Like you're Why saying would you not blame the coaches? It should be because both, if nothing else. the players are accountable. The players play uh, the coaches the aren't? So then why are the coaches well, even the there? the coaches are too. And here's the problem in today's world. If the players aren't good enough, then you bench them. But you can't anymore because you don't have enough players that can back these guys up because of salary caps and all those things. Yeah, and what I would do, and you used to be able to do it as a coach, all right, you're not good enough, you're sitting. And yeah. you can't do that anymore because you don't have enough. Not enough guys. Yeah, there's not enough guys. Howard, so, how is the I'm team? I'm tired of blaming the I'm, and you guys blaming the coaches. You're clueless. Well, well I did. You're clueless I w- to not blame yeah, the coaches I, at all. The both. coaches have to. And if you've been listening, I said I would not fire guys. Sirianni, Howard. So you know, don't come at me like that. Okay. Well, it, the coaches have to try to get the best out of the players. But and I checked it again yesterday. You know, dealing with Jalen Hurts. All right. Do you coach him on? You know, do you coach him on this? Do you coach him on that? Do you co- yeah. We 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 go over. All those things. They have meetings. The, the head coach meets with, with Jalen Hurts 
probably 12 times a week uh, was the number I was given. And then on Friday, it's the offensive coordinator, it's the head coach, it's one of the other offensive coaches, it's Jeff Stoutland. They all get together just with Jalen. All right, these are the plays. What do you like? And he tells them what they like. He says, all right, here's the things that we think we can run. And they work out what they think would be best for the team. They knew the blitz was coming from the Giants. Yet the players are are coached. They're coached that way. All right, they're going to send these guys. This is what you got to do. Don't doesn't everybody agree, or you should agree, that Jalen didn't make the hot reads a lot of times. You know, I think he's a good quarterback, but he's not as good this year as he was last year. I think that's pretty obvious. So what happened to the hot reads? Well, how do you know he's being taught to throw the hot reads? I know know he's being taught. 100%, John. 100%. 100%. All right. So uh, that's the thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I try to find out what's going on. <laughs> just, I apologize. That's not the way we do it here. Uh, but I try to find out. And I, you know, when you ask all these questions to the different people, they look at you like you're crazy. What do you mean? You don't think we coached them on that? You don't think we know these things are coming? Uh, yes. Everybody knows it's the way you execute the plays. And if the coach coaches you up that way. And the players don't uh, perform the way they should. I mean, Jason Kelsey knew that they just they didn't handle uh, the blitzes very well. You know, is that the coach's fault when they're coached up with one of the best coaches? Yes. At, at that position in football, yeah, because it's, it's an easy out, John. It's it's easy. It really is, work. but it's the coach's job to make sure the guys understand what they're doing out there. But they do understand, and it's the players' job to make sure they understand what they're they doing. They clearly out don't. There. It's everyone's job to understand what they're doing out Maybe there, and they don't. Enough. Maybe they're not good enough. How is the team carrying itself differently now compared to September? Because when I watch that tape against the Bucks, it looks like a completely different, energized team in September. Now it's, you know, lackluster. How can we get that back? Uh, you know, Why is it like, different? Whenever you lose, it looks bad. It looks bad. That doesn't mean the players aren't playing. And I think Dallas, uh, that was a cut. And he's a great guy. And I can't believe he said that. I don't think he really believes that. There's no way you make the playoffs. You want, you want to be in first place, so you get, uh, you get, you want to get a bye, which they weren't going to get because of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to get two home games, which, you know, it's unlikely that obviously a lot of things have to happen for that to happen. So you want to get those things. So you're going to tell me you don't play for those, knowing that you have an easier path to get to the Super Bowl. I, I think, you know. You don't have energy when you're getting your ass kicked. <laughs> it looks bad when you're getting your ass kicked, and and I don't, I don't believe that. And and whenever you're, if you're down twenty four nothing, you think they have energy. Although when yeah. Mariota came in, I, all of a sudden they moved the football because he got rid of the football. Now he's not better than Jalen Hurts. I mean, don't. I'm not trying to say that, but he did the right things to move and stop the Giants from sending all those people. So it's just, hey, listen, they have good players, but they're not, I don't think they're better than last year. I think the offensive line is good, but do you think they're as good as they were last year? I don't I don't think so. I think they're good. They have two Hall of Fame guys on that offensive line. Uh, but Ciamalo had a really good year last year. I think Cam Jurgens is done, doing a nice job, but I don't know that he's, 
playing as well as Siamalo did for them last year. And then again, that's one position on the offensive line. It's it, their defense. Their defense isn't as good as it was last year. And at the beginning of the season, you know, you guys whined and complained about, well, they're not winning by enough points. They're lucky to win this game. They're lucky to win this game. They're lucky. So it's not like they rolled people. Uh, they are a good team. Are they good enough? Well, I think they're good enough on Monday night. But uh, beyond that, we'll see. Uh, so, uh, Howard. Whatever. They lost a lot of good players. That's another they did. thing. Yeah, Jordan they Davis, lost. you talked uh, earlier in the week about the fact that he's getting fined every week. Yeah, there was a Do you know about other guys? I just tried to confirm it. Yes. Are there other guys who are getting fined every no, week? not to my knowledge. No. He's the only I mean, one? Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, it's just he's the only one that hasn't made weight uh, that I know of. I mean, it's just – but that's – you know, you can only what, – what is a coach supposed to do? He's supposed to be a run stopper, and they're getting bulldozed on the run. So it's not just all his fault. Uh, but when you think about that, you know, he – okay, you can't sit him because you don't have enough players. You rotate people. And if you're going to find him and he still doesn't do the things that you need him to do, what are you supposed to do? It's just, you know, it's a diff- and it's every sport. It's a different world. It, it's just, and money and salary caps have changed all that. So coaches have less of a hammer. Uh, I forget which coach used that word, less of a hammer. Mm. to try to get these things done. And it just, you know, hey, listen, are every one of those coaches really good coaches? I don't know that. But I know the head coach is a good coach. And I think the coordinators are are good. I don't know if they'll be back. I, I mean, Brian Johnson all of a sudden is rumored to, to, to be one of the guys that they're going to look at for, what was it, the Panthers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if he's that bad, why are other teams even bringing his name up? No, it, it's just... Sometimes we lose sight that the players have to make plays. And I'm telling you, I know that they're coached. And the coaches are responsible. Ultimately, the coaches are responsible. And I get it. And that's why they always take the hit and they take the fall. I mean, some coaches are fired and they're good coaches because it all comes down to results. Uh, But uh, the results are Nick Sirianni has had a good uh, few years here. And there's no way he's going anywhere. All right. And he shouldn't. Love it. Uh, and I agree with that, Coach, uh, with uh, that king. All right, uh, Howard, we'll talk to you next week. Same time. Enjoy uh, the trip to Tampa on the sidelines Monday night. Of course, you can hear Merrill, Mike, gonna, and gonna, Howard on the call. One, I'm going to say one thing because um, we didn't touch on it. And Nick's here, or, or Nick Nurse, I think, is a good coach. But for him to let the player run the team, I think, is a mistake. Uh, Joel Embiid was hurt in, what, the first quarter against the Knicks. They're down by 27 points early in the fourth, nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and he's still on the court. Why is he? And nobody's asked him the question, and I don't have time to get over there yet. Well, maybe you should. I mean, you can't just come on here and then rip it and then not follow up. Come on, Howard, get down there. You guys never follow up. So, uh, I, 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 so yeah, I heard it's talking? not coaches' faults. I thought it was on the players. No, but what, what's he still? Doing how, can, how can he flip it around? He play not Nick Sirianni's fault. <laughs> flip flopping, flip over here, Howard. Well, I'm not flip flopping. What are the other reporters? What about I'm Howard? I'm just, me- I'm just messing. Her what's now. he still doing on the floor? It's can you good. tell me what he's still doing on the floor? No, I can't. I can. He didn't get 30 points yet. I it, yeah. All right, I feel okay. you, Howard. All right. Well, we appreciate it. Have fun yeah, uh, right. down in Tampa. Just, yeah, it's just come on. 
I got you. I got you. All right. We'll talk to you next week. We appreciate it, Howard. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So I love Howard just having to get the little Sixers take in there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, zing, zinging in there. You, got, you had a good one back. Yeah. Like that, a, yeah it's, you know. it's not the coach's fault. It was pretty... I, I loved when Nick Nurse went off on him the other day that the effort was unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I so, like Nick Nurse. I, I love George. Nick Nurse. I think he's one of the best. I love both yeah, of them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. All right. 215-592-9494. Howard did just mention something I want to get into next. I want to talk about the Brian Johnson things. I think a lot of people were shocked. Very positive on that. Shocked when they saw the news. Yes. It was a lot of, uh, oh, he's the best. Take him, everyone. You'll, you'll love him down there. A very, very sarcastic uh, Eagles Twitter moment yesterday. We'll get into the Brian Johnson thing next. I want to see what Richie has to think about that. And also, I have a question for Rube about something happened in Philly sports this week that Rube, I saw a tweet from Rube that I thought was interesting. I want to get his perspective as a former GM, someone who's been in these types of situations on something specific that happened in Philly sports this week. What is it? What's Rube's opinion? That's coming up next as well. It's the morning show. We'll be right back. Winter's here and the weather's acting up again. If you've had enough of the cold drafts blowing through your old windows, bundling up in layers of clothes and blankets, and hearing the heat clunk on for the fifth time this hour, then it's time to talk to the pros at Window Nation. And, John, replacing those old windows with quality, energy-efficient ones from Window Nation, it's really a lot easier and more affordable than you think. And right now, through the end of the month, Replace the windows in your home and pay no interest for five years. What a great deal. And on top of that, Window Nation's also giving you 50% off all window styles. And you'll get their professional installers, which mean your windows will fit right. I know this. They've done many jobs at my home. So you will not have to worry about leaky, dirty windows and those cold drafts letting out your heat anymore. Don't wait. With zero interest for five years, why not give Window Nation a look? Let them show you all the options to fit your needs and budget. It's easy. Simply call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Brought to you by Bud Light, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are parting ways after 24 seasons. It's first reported by the NFL Network. Belichick and Robert Kraft will both speak at a news conference later today. Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts scheduled to also speak later today as the Eagles are prepping for their Monday night playoff game at Tampa. Birds will have a walkthrough this afternoon. Sixers fell in overtime to the Atlanta Hawks, 139-132. to That is three consecutive losses for the Sixers. Flyers won in a shootout against Montreal 3-2. Join Ava Graham and Hugh Douglas at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly Saturday night for a Birds pep rally. Win signed merchandise and tickets to a game next season. Weather brought to you by Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa. Expected to be mostly sunny with a high of 47. It is currently 40. Visit BorgataSports.com for boosted odds specials, daily promotions, in-game betting, and much more. Must be 21 or older. Must be a New Jersey gambling problem. 1-800-GAMBLER. 
you can now hear every Eagles game on your streaming device. Just download the free Odyssey app or tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Still standing, a little positivity here. I like this. We are, we believe it or not, the Philadelphia Eagles are still standing this season. I know it feels like the season's over. No, it feels like they're officially eliminated. They're not. They have a playoff game on Monday night. It's been such a weird week with that. Playoffs. Exactly right. We're just trying to win a game, man. It does. Honestly, I don't ever. And look, I, I don't know if you guys. I mean, Ruben, you've been around Philly for a long time. Rhea, Wechter. Do you guys ever remember a Eagles playoff week that felt more like the end of the season? Never. It's oh and goodness. I was having this conversation with a friend of mine yesterday. I said what the Eagles did by train wrecking the end end of the season must have upset families who love to have playoff parties. Like, Holy, but not yeah. only that, bars, restaurants. I mean, it's just there's nothing. There's no juice for this game whatsoever, and that's what. You know, it's one of the things you love about sports is it's fun. And playoffs uh, are always fun. Totally. And no one cares. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's really bizarre. Even if they would have won, like, the last game. It would have played a little bit. It would have been a totally yep. different. And then they basically crapped on them. Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's not just didn't win it. It went as badly as it could have gone. You know, you're down 24 nothing to Tyrod Just Taylor. nothing to, to hang your hat on as you as you roll into, into Monday. Well, that's why we're hanging our hats, John, on the hope that this team is kind of rope-doping us or some version of that or or can look at imagine. the film or oh. whatever and can just be like, oh, well, yeah, we're actually— Well, that's the positive. Yeah. Sure. If you go back to September and you pop that tape in from week three— you will feel good about our chances because you'll see the same players who are playing now play faster and and more aggressively, and they're flying around. They're hitting people just a little bit harder, and it looks a little more explosive. And when we're running the football, our offensive line is driving guys five yards downfield. It really does look completely different. And maybe they purposely sat DeAndre Swift. For that reason. Oh, I think th- I think Cox, Swift, those guys. I, yeah, I, I believe do think, it for Cox. And I do yeah. think, look, if you want a positive spin on the Eagles' performance in that Giants game, which I don't think there really is <laughs> no. one. You know, I'm just going to you know kind of try something, but uh, grasping at straws. But I do think that them going into that game, sitting Fletcher, sitting Swift, knowing DeMonte's out, and then for on the first offensive play for A.J. Brown to go down, and, and regardless of what we think about, you know, whatever – like, for the players to see him go down on that turf and grab his knee and leave the field and all that, like, like it might be like, all right, like, do we really need to win this game today? Do we really need to put our bodies on the line today? And not that that's okay, but, I like, it wouldn't be that shocking if in that situation when they already go in with guys resting, resting, and go in knowing that if Dallas wins, you're the five seed no matter what you do. Like, from a motivation perspective, I could understand, again, back to the athletes or humans thing, like, John, could you at least understand the motivation of those guys being like, well, you know, we don't have to win this well, of game. Of course. I yeah. Mean, yeah, of course I understand the human nature aspect of it, but it's Nick Sirianni's job and his coaching staff's job to coach the human nature out of our players and to get them to play their best football. And we haven't done that for, I don't know, two months? Well, no, wait. We haven't done that this season. This season, yeah. Period. Halves. We've still like the, yeah. the second half of the Bills game, uh, you know, 
uh, the, uh, the second half of the Dolphins game. Like, there are a few spots where they the, – honestly, that, that Tampa Bay game, one of their better performances of the season, really. They ran for 200 yards. They ran it 40 times. 25 it to 11. They won by a couple physically. touchdowns. Yeah. So. Felt, yeah. But, but, but back then, we're saying, ah, it's incomplete. I, I'd we like did. To, I'd like to see us look better. Uh, the, the defense not quite good enough. You know, like it, it was always something. But back then, I was I was certain that that things once we got to October, every the, the training wheels were going to come off and we were going to be flying. And that strikes, it never happened. That strikes to the notion that it's really difficult to maintain the highest level of uh, uh, of performance in you know in any major sport. I mean, it's it's so difficult to keep players motivated, to be innovative, to to do what it takes to win year after year after year, and that's why I I, I literally am, am in awe of some of those some of the teams and some of the organi- organizations, like we talked about Belichick a little bit, yeah. to be able to do that for so many years and and be relevant oh. and be contending so long for so many uh, seasons to stay on top it, of that. It's like, just in it's 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 miraculous. Impossible. It, it is. It is miraculous. It does. I totally feel, agree with that. It feels almost impossible. What we talked about earlier, you know, the the new looks on defense that have sort of led to us having indecision this year. The great coaching that comes from, you know, the the, the Bill Belichick tree. Uh, those ideas, those new ideas. I do think they they came from up there, uh, or he he perfected those ideas to where this new look. That is causing indecision in the NFL is the is I I think in large part from the guy who's now out of job and that leads to our Twitter poll question today sponsored by Armin Chevrolet. What is the Armin difference? It's simple. It's their people, well trained, friendly, and caring together. Let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. Who's a better coach, Bill Belichick or Nick Saban? Both within 24 hours, both leaving their posts that they've held for for 17 and 24 years respectively. Pretty uh, pretty pretty wild stuff. And we haven't talked about. Pete Carroll. Uh, yeah, you're right. That was I, shocking. That's another one. Yeah, Pete and we'll Carroll get to the Brian Johnson thing in a minute. Sound like he wanted to step no. down. Yeah, no, we didn't. And they're Which, like, "Oh, you're gonna be in the front office. Oh, it's fine." You know, he did not seem happy about it. And at the end of the season, unusual. he said he didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And and also, we all saw those videos, like it or not. We saw the videos after the Drew Lock game. Like, dude, still has energy. Dude is still like. Seems like he's a young kid out there, like I told with the excitement you, and stuff. You when have. I was coming, when I was coming out in the NFL draft, initially I thought I was going to get drafted by the Chargers or the 49ers because they were showing the most interest in me. Uh, you know, going through the workouts and things like that. I wanted to go play for New England after the combine because I met Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll made a huge difference in my life, just as a human being. Uh, as it whatever I was, 21-year-old kid, just having a chance to meet him and talk to him, the fact that he sat down for 45 minutes and just wanted to learn who I was. Yeah. Pete Carroll, just in that, and I don't remember how much we even talked about football. I don't think it was much. I came away from the combine absolutely certain that I wanted to go play for the New England Patriots because he was the coach. Isn't wow. it awesome that that one person can have that sort of yeah. impact on you and still and you still think about it. Well, that's he why has, he's such a great coach on this time. But he has yeah. that profound Ability. impact on everyone. Yeah. He that's is that type of guy. He's so unique. He's like incredible. relentlessly positive, oh. all that stuff you hear, yeah. What he's created is exactly what, what we're hoping that Nick can do here. You know, like that culture. He is a culture 
master. It's it's incredible what he's been able to do. Two one five five at the college level and the NFL and the, oh yeah, yeah, one of the few like his yeah. Very we don't talk a lot about his that. USC success. It's a great point. Two one five five nine two. 94-94 coming up in 10 minutes. Mike Quick will join the show. Let's go back to the phones, get some reaction, go to Philly and talk to Dan. Hey, Danny. What's up, morning crew? How are we today? Doing all right, Dan. I hope the Eagles show up for work on Monday, unlike mm. Joe DeCamera. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right? That's what we need. I mean, I feel like the Eagles have been Joe DeCamera the past three weeks. Wow. Um, hmm. So we, we got that going on. Uh, it's a harsh assessment. <laughs> but yet, yet true, John, right? Yeah. we we, we got to be yep. focused on the truth, not, not, not feelings. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, listen, I think this whole Nick Sirianni thing is, uh, is getting into a deeper turn. I mean, what better time to get rid of a coach than this year at this point with all these coaches available, possibly, Harbaugh, Saban, Belichick, Pete Carroll, uh, Rabel. Um, so if you're going to make a change, if you do have any doubt in this, this wouldn't this be the year? So even if, it's a even great point, Dan, thing. but my question is, why would Bill Belichick or why would Nick Staben, or who I think is retiring, but why would those guys come here when you when we just fired our coach went to the Super Bowl last year? Like what kind of – I mean, that is about as bad a, a look from an incoming coach in terms of, like, job you really stability. Think, you really think Nick Saban cares? Maybe not. I mean, I don't you know. Really think yeah, a, a coach who's Belichick got chops cares. I mean, cares? Bill Belichick. It's a bad it, look. Who cares? It's, it's a bad look. But <laughs> they have I confidence mean, in themselves. They don't care. Wouldn't you have traded uh, Coy Detmer for Joe Montana, even if he just signed Coy Detmer? Well, if somehow it, these jobs don't seem to be left open at at any point in any year, right? right? There's 32 of them. They're always filled. Somebody's going to uh, Somebody, coach Carolina. Yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah. it's also the lower tier options. You don't want to get in a situation where, look, we saw it with Nick. Like, they could, all the guys we wanted, and granted, guys didn't turn out to be great, and maybe it just doesn't matter that much, but all the guys that were the top of the class, like, none of them wanted to interview here. Like, none of them wanted to come we here. We don't know the causality. Same thing we happened with Doug know Peterson. If we were choosing to interview the we, less well-known sure. guys. Bring the cachet, yeah. and somebody mentioned about player personnel with Bill Belichick and things like that. I, I think he would be quite fine to work with Howie instead of having this full I mean, control. I mean, I don't know. He might. Dan, you got a uh, who or what's deep? Yeah, I mean, it's, we have a one in four hundred trillion chance of being born a human being. Uh, that's that's pretty deep. The odds of becoming a human. Wait, hold on. Explain this. What do you mean? <laughs> the odds of becoming a human being. You mean of being born in terms of like the amount of sperm and egg? Is that where you're going no, with this? No, I mean as a human, you could be born as anything, and in, 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 it's one in four hundred trillion. Oh, the you're saying there are four hundred trillion species on this planet? No, it does. It just chances. The, the this makes no sense. I don't understand this at all, man. This is super. You are making keep asking this is very deep. James, I guess I'm it's very, very deep. I have deep. no idea That's what you're talking about. Is. That's how deep it is. All right, good, good answer. I guess. I, does anyone get it? Does anyone kind of even understand? Stanford well, I understand guys. what he's saying. So what's he saying? I, I, just, can you, can I think you, it's can beyond you? my realm of thought process <laughs> at, this, at this hour at So it's too deep. It's too deep. I guess when we that's get a good mathy answer. like that, yeah, yeah, I usually dismiss it. I just, don't it. I just enjoyed point. you trying to get to the bottom yeah, of I mean, it, like which wasn't like, going to happen, but you were... I appreciated the college effort. It made no sense to me. All right, Mike, quick, coming up in five minutes. I want to talk about the Brian Johnson thing because I think a lot of people were absolutely shocked yesterday when... Adam Schefter tweets out, Brian Johnson going to interview for the open head coach 
position with the Carolina Panthers. Um, I do think that there is the possibility, and I've said this multiple times, but with the way that Brian Johnson, what, Brian Johnson was uh, reportedly desired around the league before the Eagles made him their offensive coordinator, apparently had multiple offers from other teams to be their offensive coordinator. And the fact that, you know, we're in it right now, but if you just step back and look at the numbers offensively and what the offense has done from a production standpoint, I think there's a real chance that Brian Johnson is viewed a lot more positively across the NFL than here. Obviously, it's not hard to be viewed more positively than we view Brian Johnson here. But, John, like, what do you make of this? I I can't imagine uh, that teams looking at our film of our offense think that he's, you know, a big uh, up-and-coming mind in this league. It doesn't look that way. It's as basic as it gets. We don't do anything creative. We, we don't even motion guys most of the time. It's uh, – I don't know. I mean, this if he's getting an interview, I'm surprised. And look, it, we know there's the, like there's the Rooney rule. That's part of that. We, we always have to ask that question and stuff. There are other black candidates who are interviewing Raheem Morris and others. So, like, I don't know if it's just a specific thing like that. I know I, I saw a lot of people mention that yesterday. But, Rube, is it possible that sometimes, you know, when we get myopic on focusing on things in the city and the way he calls plays and all that, where there are guys who are just, like, you were a general manager, where there are guys who are just – really highly thought of throughout the league, and maybe the, the fan base doesn't understand how the league looks. At See, so what's crazy about this is it can, it can, and I haven't seen it work both ways, but it can work both ways. Like, some guys were great number twos, um, but can't be number ones. The opposite can work, too. Like, you can be a great number one um, without be, having been a great number two. Sure. And so I think it's all about leadership and how you deal with people and um, – Really and, good point, and, 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 and being able to uh, manage people, um, I think that's one of the most important things as a leader in this day and age. It's one of the toughest things to do. We talked about it before. It's like the Indians are running, ruling the roost these days. Um, it's, it's it's not the Chiefs, and and uh, and I think more than anything else, um, it's about dealing with people. And perhaps he's a people person. Yeah, he's one of those guys that that uh, people have, over the years, have gotten to know, and, and maybe he's that kind of a guy. And he I comes also, across great. Yeah. I mean, he, oh, he, does. he, he sounds yeah, so self-assured and, and a smart guy. It's just like that doesn't translate to the, the product on the field for some reason this year, and that's when you got to ask how much of this is uh, the, the players themselves. How much of it is Nick Sirianni's taking... design as an offense? I mean, Brian is calling Nick's plays, right? What if Brian Johnson goes somewhere else? So I mean, confused. Well, you're so seeing, like, you're you seeing it at the, at the major league level too. You're seeing GMs become, you know, from from different organizations who didn't necessarily run a department, but they're becoming GMs. They're young people who say the right thing, who speak the right language. Um, maybe that's something that's enticing to mm-hmm. an owner or a you know or a yeah. GM or whatever the case may be, and uh, it's not necessarily about you know how you've performed. It's how you deal with people and how you speak the language uh, a lot of the time, which is sometimes not great for the sport. But that's those that's real. It's happening. Yeah, no, it's a really good point. All right, back to the phones. Mike Quick joining us in a couple minutes. We've heard the line, maybe not today, but other callers have said it. The man who said this famous line on our show. Happy No Joe Day. <laughs> Better than a snow day. Our guy Chris in Middleton. How you been, buddy? Happy No <laughs> Joe Day. It's better than a snow day. My man. How you been, Chris? 
Guys, I'm doing well, doing well. Glad to hear the best team together again on the radio and not being interfered with by, you know, some part-time employees. (laughs) You know, some some things just never change, you know? Some things never change, buddy. How you been? Yeah, I'm doing well, guys. I I want to give you a little bit of my opinion on this, you know, quagmire we're in called Philadelphia Fandom. Um, There's too too much going on that doesn't make sense, Um, you know. First of all, if Brian Johnson is getting coaching opportunities, maybe we got to believe Nick. Maybe Nick was telling the truth. He doesn't always do that and covers for players and coaches. But maybe he's telling the truth. He keeps saying this is his offense, and maybe the rest of the NFL knows it. They're like, hey, this guy's hamstrung. You know, he's being forced to run uh, an offense that John's pointed out is just dysfunctional. It's elementary. It just there's no play design really concepts behind it. And, you know, maybe that's what's going on here, guys. And, you know, the problem with... And and real quick, Chris, real quick, Chris, to your point, like, look, we all hated Jonathan Gannon last year, right? We all thought, like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, exactly, sure. (laughs) You know, what a horrible... And he got a coaching job. So, like, there are examples where a team can, you know, a a city might not like a coordinator very much, but the NFL might like him a lot more. And he's been so much better out there in Arizona than we ever could have imagined. Like, he's been more aggressive with his play calls. It's been creative. Uh, that's uh, been a absolutely. departure. I mean, he me. outcoached I've, Nick. I've been shocked. He outcoached Nick. I mean, yeah. that onside kick was genius. Elliot made a great yeah. point. That's what the Eagles should have done in the Super Bowl. They should have onside kicked in the fourth quarter there and not given them a full field to walk down and take their time. Yeah. Like, it was a smart idea by Jonathan Gannon. And I want to address something that, you know, the, the, the old fart that you had on, the, you know, that, like, you know, that waves the Eagles banner all the time but bashes other teams. You know, there's something where I, uh, this execution thing is driving me insane because – John, maybe you could help me with this. How do we have a lot of longtime pros on this team that have played extremely well for multiple, multiple years? You have Kelsey, you have Lane Johnson, you have all of these guys, A.J. Brown, all these guys. They're not rookies. They're not young players. How do they go from playing very disciplined, very well-schemed football to all of a sudden now collectively they've all just decided – they're not going to play. They're not going to put an effort in, and they're not uh, going to. I think that's going too far, that man. I mean, we talked to Jay. I don't think I mean, Jason Kelsey's not putting an effort. All right, Chris, I, hold on. We'll get we'll get the answer. Chris, give us a uh, uh, who or what's deep. We got Mike Quick on the line as well. Who who or what? I'm sorry. Say who again. or what is deep? Um, uh, no answer. Happy snow day, guys. No <laughs> You're the best, Chris. We appreciate it. Uh, luck. Uh, we'll get to Mike wow. in a sec. Richie, any general thoughts on that? I, I mean, I don't think the players are not trying. I don't think that's the issue. I mean, I know we heard the Goddard thing, and maybe players were not as F focused or locked in as they should have been. But to, to that point, I don't think they're not trying there, right? Of course they're yeah. trying. It just hasn't been – they haven't been as motivated as they needed to be. I think a lot of guys wanted to get off the field in our last game, and that's a big part of why they looked as poor as they did. All right, 215-592-9494. Back to the phones in a minute. Let's welcome in our guy. You can hear him on Monday night calling the game with Merrill, our guy Mike Quick. Sponsored by Bet Parks. Open the Bet Parks app. New users win your first $10 bet. Get $125 in bonus bets. You must be 21 in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Ohio, or Maryland. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good morning, Michael. How are you, my friend? Michael. Mike. Oh, I got to pop him up. Excuse me. That's on me. That's my fault. I will put him on. Uh, we just had Howard. That, that's uh, inside baseball. 
No one needs to know. Someone's on the phone. Someone's on an access. Mike, how you doing, man? That's on me. I'm great. Good morning, morning team. How are you? We're we're doing all right, Mike. Where are you at uh, right now with this team? Is uh, look, it's been you know you listen to the station, you've heard it. Um, almost uh, you know the most unique playoff week we've ever had, where it feels like people don't even realize there's a playoff game this week. How are you feeling with this team right now as we approach a, a Monday night game? Well, uh, we're in the dance, and that's the best part of it. I'm like everyone else. I'm not happy with what I've seen over the past few weeks. Um, but I have seen this team play some really good football. And, and like Richie and everyone else, I've gone back to look at that week three game uh, when they played Tampa. And they, they both look like completely different teams now. Uh, one's going in the right direction. Uh, Tampa, they won, I think, five of their last six. And it's the right. exact opposite with the Eagles, where they've lost five of their last six. So uh, they're different teams, but when you look at the earlier play from this team, it is encouraging. And if they're able to somehow get back to the way they were playing, then, you know, that then things could be sunny again here in Philly. Mike, why have we lost five of six? Oh man, there's so many, you know, there's, gosh, there's so many reasons why. Uh, I think when you start to lose people in the secondary early, um, earlier in the season, you start to have a lot of problems there with communication, and, and that still seems to linger. Um, I, I think you have to take a blanket and throw it over everybody because uh, certainly I think coaching has been an issue uh, where in some instances uh, guys are not sure what they're doing. Um, getting guys to play when you need them to play at their best. But – the silver lining is they have won enough games to now get into the postseason, and if they can somehow get back to what they were doing, then you know, things are good. Yeah, uh, but so, I don't. I'm I'm not very optimistic, though. Yeah. To be honest with you, I'm struggling with the the optimism too. Uh, based on what the tape tells you, Mike, how yes. culpable is Jalen for the offensive struggles? Well, he's a part of the struggle as well. Um, when you really sit down and watch the tape, there are opportunities many times to get the ball out. There are ch- there are times when, of course, he's going to leave the pocket um, because he's not comfortable sometimes in the pocket. I mean, this thing spreads around. There's no way you can say that this is the reason why. There's no simple answer for this. There's there there's so many things, and, and mm-hmm. when things break down, uh, it's from one area of the team to the other area of the team that's breaking down it but gosh we've seen them play good football yeah and and i know it's in there they're the same people um i just don't know how you get them back to where they were how concerned are you with the possibility that jalen's unique personality has made it harder for the team's offense to excel i don't think that's it Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, yeah, he has unique personality, but it's work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and he's had a lot of su- success over his uh, over his career, both at the collegiate level and in the NFL. So, <sighs> coaches say and talk about making sure that they're putting guys in the best position. Well, you have to have coaches uh, doing that part, <clears throat> right, for, for guys to be able to successfully do their part. Does this team still believe in Nick Sirianni? 
I don't think there's disbelief in him, mm-hmm. but I tell you what, if you're telling guys something and, and they feel like it doesn't work and they feel like it doesn't work because it, it hasn't worked, then you're going to have a problem with guys. But I don't think that they're there. I think that they still can and will play for Nick. Um, but guys will kind of tune you out if they start believing that what you're saying is not going to get me to where I want to be. Sure. And, and and what you're saying does not coincide with the way I feel. Mike, what gives you confidence that our offense can beat the blitz that we know is coming? <laughs> what? I guess the that's the answer. Was <laughs> silence was deafening. <laughs> Oh no! Well, yeah, you know the you know the blitz is coming, but we haven't shown that we can really that that they have the everything the tools to you know, to understand the pressures and understand how to slow down the pressure so that the quarterback can operate. Um, that's been a problem, and that that is a problem. Um, what this team uses as adjustments to that. It's quite different from what I was taught in the way I learned to adjust to pressures. And um, we had these sight adjustments where if a defender came and he voided an area, you would attack that void. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't do that in, their, in the way that they decipher the pressures and how to get out of those pressures and how to find yourself a positive play in, that, in those instances. They have these built-in sight adjustments that I just – uh, like at this level, I think they're hard because coaches are so smart. And once they've seen things over and over, they understand how to attack them and how to take those things away. And if you can't switch it do a, and have a counter move to that, mm-hmm. it, that's what the game is about. At, when, when coaches catch up to you, and they will because they're really smart in this league, when they catch up to what you're doing, then you've got to understand that and you've got to have a move off of that. That's yeah how the NFL works. So it sounds like you're not convinced that the pass protection is as good as it needs to be. I, I'm worried about the pass protection. Mike, how do you feel about our two-minute offense? How much confidence no, I, do you have no, in no. the two-minute offense? No, I, I like the pass protection itself, mm-hmm. I, I think, works really well. It's just the adjustments off of pressures that they seem to really have a problem with. Okay, so so what you're saying, it's just different than what you are experienced with. I I, it's, I feel it's the same way. It looks yeah, different. A lot, of a lot of difference from what what I was taught. But it doesn't and, and, seem like it's working effectively either. Yeah, so it looks yeah. different and it's failing. That's my that's problem. The, <laughs> that's, that's, the that's the issue that we all are having, yes. <laughs> problem. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, how about uh, Wink Martindale? Uh, we just played his team. He, we know he's aggressive. He's yeah. out there. I know it's early. We're thinking moving forward. Do we have to bring eventually a guy in here who's going to blitz to assuage the fan base? To truly be happy, do we need to blitz defensively? So I I don't know if it's blitzing. I think you just got to win. You got to take things away from teams and um, however you have to do that. It doesn't, to me, it doesn't always have to be blitzing to me, but you have to have guys who are aggressive on defense, who are sure tacklers, who will can strike fear in the offensive mind. Um, 
I need to see more of that. I just need to see more aggressive guys. Where did like that if go? You, if you've got if you've got eleven Avante Maddoxes on the field, the guys that play with that kind of heart, you're winning then. And you you need just more of that. These guys who just will let it go, will let it out, and and stick you and hit you and get you on the ground and yeah. you know, and wallow your face in it when they get you on the ground. Sydney Sydney Brown is a guy like that, and well, he won't now he's field. not around. Well, Mike, la- last question, and it's along those lines of of the defense. And you know, be remiss if I didn't ask you about probably the toughest part of this Tampa Bay team going in is the Mike Evans Chris Godwin combo at wide receiver and the struggles this Eagles defense has had against the passing game the last six weeks. Um, yeah. What can this defense do to stop those guys? Well, I, I know that having Slayback really helps, um, but I love the fact that these young guys like Keely Ringo um, and, well, Sydney, although he's out, Eli Ricks, all these guys have played a lot of football now. Uh, having Slayback really helps. it. I think it'll help to calm down the secondary. Um, and if you want to have him follow Evans, I, I think that's not a bad thing. But um, to slow them down, I think you really have to keep them in front. They're going to take some shots down the field. And Baker Mayfield is playing really good football. I mean, he's, he threw for over 4,000 yards this season, and um, he's a veteran guy that like, he gets it now. You know, as a guy who's a number one pick overall, he, he has had his ups and downs. But right now, he's playing really good football. So that's going to be a challenge. Um, he throws with really, real good anticipation. That's going to be, to me, the big challenge for this team. I don't think they're going to beat you at running the football. That's not what they do. But their guys on the outside, they're pretty good. Mike, a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, and look, hopefully we'll talk to you next week. But. Regardless, uh, thank you for being a part of the show this season. We've loved having you on, and uh, have a great call down in Tampa hey, on Monday. Night. This is this is not our last time. We're gonna do this again. <laughs> I love this. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about, Mike. Go. There, there we, we go. go. All right, we'll thank talk to you, you next Mike. week. Thanks, Mike. All right, guys. All right, awesome, awesome stuff as always, for Mike. I appreciated that comment. At the Me end. too. It did feel a little too final there. They all are, man. Ugh. Like this week again. I go back to it, and, and Rhea and Rue both confirmed from, from their perspective, like, I don't ever remember in my life a playoff week where my Eagles team is alive and still has a chance that felt like the end of the season one. Again, we, we talked more about firing the coach than we have about the Tampa Bay Bucks this week. That is that is wild and not something I ever remember, and it shows, you know, kind of just how far they've fallen over the last six weeks, 215-592-9494, but we're trying to get to some of that positivity today. Ruben brought some positivity. The callers, we've been trying to bring some positivity. 215-592-9494. Plus, I mentioned it last break. Next segment, I did have something that happened this week in Philly sports that I wanted to get Ruben's thoughts on. I think I have a really interesting perspective as a former general manager on how this all played out. What is it? That's coming up next as well. It's the morning show. Here's what's happening at Forgata. Don't miss out on the action. At Borgata's Poker Room, where great cards, lucky seats, and high hands bring excitement to every player open seven days a week. Excitement is waiting, and you are only miles away from your happy place. And, of course, that's where the morning show is every Friday. You can see us there tomorrow. Experience award-winning restaurants, exciting bars and live music, big-name entertainment, and a spacious casino filled with your favorite slots and table games. The action at Borgata Hotel, Casino, and Spa doesn't stop. Start planning your getaway today. Visit theborgata.com for more details.